Hello and welcome to episode 98 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe and as always I'm joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I am also joined by Drumblebum. Say hello. Hello. How are you lovely gentlemen doing today? All things considered, not bad. Matthew, how are you doing? Yeah, not, not, yeah, pretty good to be honest. I mean, again, considering. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Snipe. I am doing just as well as I can. Considering. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for asking. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a bit of a turbulent time. We're not going to dwell too much on it, yeah. because we're here to cheer everyone up and talk about wee-wees and daddies and all that silly stuff. <laughs> um, what we would like to say, though, is um, in, in light of the uh, whole coronavirus thing, um, stay safe and be sensible and, most importantly, kind of look after each other. Um, if you can help people in your local area, uh, do so, but, you know, whilst maintaining the appropriate boundaries, because yeah. there's some very vulnerable <laughs> people, and especially if, say, hypothetically, you happen to be in the UK where the government's plan is to let all old people die, um, then, <laughs> you know, we've got we've got to look after each other because the government isn't going to do it. Yeah. So, so just, just keep an eye out for each other. And we'll get we'll all get through this because it's it's a bit of a shitty time for yeah. everybody. Uh, it is. Um, uh, speaking of a speaking of the same kind of thing, uh, Warhammer Fest has been cancelled. Um, they'd sent out a big email basically saying you'll get full refunds. Did they? Yeah, I got an email saying, "Hey, we'll, we will refund the full price of your ticket." Oh, okay. which is like, "Hey, no, thank you. That's pretty rad." Um, oh, so, so they've cancelled it, not postponed it. No, it's cancelled. It's just cancelled. Okay. As um, far as I'm aware, until further notice, yeah. Um, so it's probably like it, it's probably not going to happen this year. They've said it's not. Yeah. So there we go. But I mean, to be fair, it's better safe than sorry because as 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 frustrating as it is, again, better safe than sorry. Yeah. Um, so sorry uh, if anyone was uh, wanting to come and say hello to us. Yeah. Because um, obviously that won't won't be able to happen. Because um, yeah, there was a lot of people uh, that we wanted to meet. Uh, yeah. Because we're going for both days this year. Well, I mean, like uh, every like current situation notwithstanding, because it will be over next year by next year. <laughs> well, I mean, I, we hope. we hope. Um, so we'll hopefully we'll go next year. Yeah, and I, 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 what I would like to do um, later this year, obviously, everything we, going well, <laughs> future apocalypse is notwithstanding, um, uh, to sort out some kind of meet up at Warhammer World or something and have like a big game or something. Yeah, we want to try and sort something out this year. Yeah, um, like, so the, the most ideal like uh, future. That's what we'll do. But yeah, um, also, new Gaskell and new Ragnar models. Yes. An actual new Ragnar model in the year of our Lord 2020. I know, it's shocking. And, and I like it. Yeah. It's a good looking model. Yeah, I was very, very shocked to see um, 
<laughs> like Ragnar finally getting a new model. Um, he's been Primarist, obviously. obviously. Which um, I've seen a lot of people, you know, because anytime something happens in any any fandom, someone's like, the fandom is dead, time to sell my 10k of space or whatever. It's really weird, especially in like the, the Super Hulok fandom, people going, oh, I hate I hate Sherlock now, I'm going to sell 10k of Ultramarine. And I know, it's like, weird. What? But yeah, people react in different ways. <laughs> but no, it's like, they're going to put them in like a box set, I think it was rumoured. Yes, uh, what? it's not rumoured, it's confirmed. I am a little out of date. Yeah, no, um, there is a box set coming out, which I have already forgot the name of. It's Wolf. Something of the Wolf. Something. <laughs> you said you'd already, I assumed you'd already ordered it. No, no. No, cause to be fair, like the uh, the actual like Marine Army Iron is like 90% Dreadnoughts anyway. And I would like to get Ragnar, but like... It's For got, curiosity, if nothing yeah, else. curiosity. And he looks like he'd be a great fun model to paint. And like, but the thing is, it comes with like a bunch of just like marines, and I'm like, eh, mm, okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna paint, I'm not gonna do anything with them because I don't take them. I have the exact same thing because uh, it's, it would with just be orc, wasted on me. Yeah, with the orc side of the box because it comes with um, Gaskell and Makari, which I'll get to. In oh, a second. you will. And it comes with some mega knobs and some regular knobs, and I don't really use my orc army anymore. And I'm currently building a Grot Rebellion. So neither of those things would be useful in that either. So I'm just, it's just sort of like, well, so yeah, it's just, uh, it, it's a cool box and it does seem like it's not going to be, uh, I've, I've heard the rumors of its price not being super expensive for 40k miniatures, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, the other stuff would just be wasted on us. So personally, I'm probably I'm thinking we'll just end up waiting for the characters the to come out individually. Release. Yeah, I think that'd probably because I mean, like if if I got it given to me for like my birthday, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that's cool. But I'd still kind of feel bad about basically wasting most of the box. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm just going to wait until the actual individual characters are released. Because yeah, I'll, I I will absolutely pick up Ragnar because he yeah I I, mm. I like. I like Primaris. I like the way they look at the very least. And, and um, yeah, and I already... Do I have an old Ragnar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have an old Ragnar, so I could just kind of like, you know... <sighs> I mean, I, hell, you have the old Lehman Russ. So. I do. <laughs> I really worry for his scalp, though. That's my concern. That is a ridiculously over-the-top top knot. Like, that shouldn't be that near a chainsaw. No, like, it should that's not. Just a bad idea. However, co- however cool and strong you are. <laughs> Have you seen those TikToks where like people will be singing in a kitchen making cupcakes, and then one of them gets their long hair caught in like a whisk, like one of the power mixers? Yeah, that's what I imagine would happen. He needs yeah. to put that in a bun or something. <laughs> I'm oh, worried. Can for you him. imagine the outcry if uh, Ragnar Blackmane had a man bun? <laughs> I love it. How, like, oh. Okay, yeah, that's I what you have I... to do to it when, if, when you get one. Yeah, I'll give him like a sexy man bun. Yeah, but what I, I do want to say, uh, so we're going to pick up the well, one thing we will definitely be picking up is the um, Saga of the Wolf book. That's the thing. This is coming out alongside. Yes. Um, for a couple of reasons. One, um, Space Wolves finally get like combat doctrines and stuff. yeah, I've just that's not, not something I've had to think about. <laughs> that <at> thing, <laughs> that thing that I've only played one game with my Blood Angels since I pick it, since they've got it. Yeah. And I forgot to use entirely. Yeah. <laughs> I'll need to remember in the next one. But also, one really tantalizing, tasty, lovely morsel that was mentioned. 
Just call me by my name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is that they said that they are putting in new clans for the orcs, one of which is a grot specific clan. And as someone that is currently building a fledgling grot rebellion army, I'm very interested. And also, Makari is seems to be from everything that we've seen so far a standalone HQ choice. Huh. Which is so, exactly what you want. Which is exactly what, what I want because currently the HQ choice I have for mine is a converted shock attack gun. Um well I say converted it's more scratch built. It's a weird <laughs> helicopter gun that's <laughs> yeah. been remote controlled by a grot. It's um, pretty awesome. I'm very it proud of it. Cool. it. It's on Twitter if you're interested in seeing it. At Wib does tweets. At Wib does tweets. Um but yeah, to have an official one is really cool. And it's like, ooh. So I kind of want to pick him up. Um, but he's also on the same sprue as Gaskell Thracker. And I was like, hmm. I did a quick little Photoshop and I was like, I kind of want to turn him into a into like a giant killer can. Yeah, but what are you going to call it? <laughs> I was like, I-, I wanted to call him Gaz Can Scrapper. <laughs> yeah, Which is... Okay. Amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of want to pick up Gazcol and then do do the uh, the sensible thing and then convert him to be a grot. Yes, <laughs> um, because I don't. I just don't use my orcs anymore. Um, I, I think it's just because uh, they were built for fifth, and I didn't upgrade them at all during sixth or seventh because I wasn't playing. So yeah. a lot of the new units that came out for them, I just didn't really see. And then when eighth came out the army that I'd built for several editions earlier didn't work as well, and so I just didn't enjoy playing them as much. Mm. And I knew I'd need to spend a lot to get the to get the units that would make them function again. And so I was just like, well, I mean, I've got them. I, I still played some games with them, and I'll no doubt I'll play other games with them in the future, but, like, yeah, I'm half tempted to actually just cannibalize a lot of the non-orc stuff like the vehicles and put them in my Grot Rebellion, because even though it's technically the same force the fact that it's all converted and i'm getting to theme it all is just like i'm really enjoying granted i have still not mm. yet played a game with them um <laughs> well, but i've only got like six thousand models and it's about 47 points worth <laughs> okay um, okay that's ridiculous it's at least 60 <laughs> the current force <laughs> is um 30 grots which i can uh, have as either you know i can have in multiple different configurations um, three killer cans, a shock attack gun mech, a runt herd, and the red gobbo. I believe that's 361 points. <laughs> yeah. I c- if I get one more HQ choice, I can run it as like can run it as like a fucking battalion. If I got the Makari and Gaskell thing, and so I'd have in total three HQ choices, I'd be able to run a battalion and a spearhead detachment. Isn't that like? What was it you said? Nine oh, CP? That, that'd mean, uh, so it's three plus five plus one. So, so yeah, that's nine command points. Yeah, nine Fuck command points. Off. You are um, not having nine command points. For, like, what would be, I don't know, um, obviously I'm guessing here for how many points Gaskell will be. It'll probably be like a 600 point force. Yeah. 
Wow. Um, you can do ridiculous CP farm nonsense with Gwots because of how small they are. <laughs> yeah. And like, because they're three points each, but I'm having, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun building those. So, yeah. And yeah, I'm very interested to see what the new rules. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the new rules will be um, as related to Grot armies because historically they've not really given they've not really thrown grot rebellion players many bones you've had to rely <laughs> entirely on conversions and i don't mind that like but I, it I, is a bit like uh, prohibitive for a lot of players yeah, yeah. Um, not everyone not, can make the things that you make yeah like seriously they can't I, you're <laughs> some sort of like plasterboard um no plastic what's it called Plastic card. Plastic. You're some kind of like plastic card wizard, I think, at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not super good with it in other contexts, but when it comes to making orc vehicles, I just yeah. it, it just seems to be a, uh, a a compulsion that I have to do Except it. So the I, dang I feel yes, I I feel that I am I'm pretty good at it, um, and and it's obviously requires a fairly heavy time and yeah. spare part yeah. commitment, which not everyone has. But yeah, so I'm going to be really intrigued to see how it manifests. Because in the current rules, um, taking all Grot armies kind of screws you over a lot because most of your stratagems don't work with Grots. Uh, okay. Um, it explicitly like, says, like, unless it says it works on Grots, you can't fucking use it. And it's like, oh, oh okay. okay. Um, so I'm hoping that with the new book, um, it like maybe that's what the Grot thing will actually do is make it so that you can use those stratagems with them, maybe. Who knows? Um, and the new stratagems they add, maybe they'll be more grot-friendly because of that. Um, Here's hoping. So, yeah, I'm very, very intrigued to see how it manifests. And, yeah, at the very least, I do want to pick up Gaskell and Makari um, to do uh, horrible, heretical grot rebellion things, too. <laughs> Sounds good to me, honestly. Yeah. Um on Macari anyway. before we move on, I quite approve of how um, on Warhammer community site it confirmed what I was thinking about Macari being many Macaris that are all just native yes. Macari. I was like, it's yeah, like... see, thought that's what they were going with. I do like that. that is <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Gaskell doesn't care which grots with him; he just wants someone to hold his stick. Well, I mean, I, I have read fan fiction like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I do personally kind of I, I his unnaturally lucky thing only really works if it's a single grot. Rather I, yeah, than but a, no, because he does is... die, but there's just another grot to instantly replace him. Maybe that's like a reincarnation thing. Yeah, but he's got like a two he, plus he invulnerable like, save. Yeah, and he appeases like a particular chaos girl. Like he appeases Sinch, so Sinch is just like keeps reincarnating him. Now nah, Gork and Mor could punch Sinch in the face if they could. Yeah. That. Yeah, that's fair. Um But still it's however, like part of me wishes that it was the same grot. Because that would just be hilarious. <laughs> however, I they, no one's ever mentioned it but as any but have you noticed how Makari very obviously has a little wrist like mounted bit of tech that is I'm straight up just going to say is a force field, and that's why he has that's field. why he has the two plus invulnerable save. No, it's his Fitbit. <laughs> it's yes, it's Makari's Fitbit that just happens to give him a two plus invulnerable yeah. save. I believe that was yeah, put there really as like good cardio. Yeah, but, he's just like seriously. He he like he does like f- like forty thousand steps yeah. a day. <laughs> but I I really love how that's just not mentioned anywhere. What is Fitbit? He, no, yeah, his Fitbit isn't mentioned anywhere. Well, so yeah, it's... because Fitbit is like a copyrighted term. Okay, I'm so gonna... it's, it's a fitness tracker. Okay, because I'm talking about something specific. I need you to not do that. Do what? Uh, that thing where? <laughs> hey, you... look! If you don't know anything about Warhammer law, that's on you. Okay, I'm going to talk, and I, I I ask that you do not interject for at least two minutes. 
Fuck. Okay. Uh, um, because because that his little Fitbit isn't mentioned anywhere, I kind of like that because it means that it's something that you can just infer as being the reason why the multiple Makaris have that the quote unquote luckiness is just because they all have a shield um, that he's you know the uh, and it's just that's just a thing that he has. I kind of like that because uh, it means that you know you can choose to not paint it up like that. You can just have it as a regular wristband. If you want to just pretend that it's the old Makari, um, who is just lucky, or you can, you know, carry across what would be the new canon thing of him being multiple Makaris. Um, so I kind of like that. Um, so yeah, uh, you're allowed to speak again, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're waiting the actual that, two minutes. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I, uh, I was then, tempted to, but I thought, no, I'm not going to be that pedantic this one time. I wasn't speaking to you, Matt. Um, okay, I can go then. Yeah, you, you can you can speak. Um, uh, the uh, will uh, has one other thing that is actually a little serious uh, to mention, uh, which is uh, what with the things happening in the real world, uh, both globally and uh, more personal stuff to us. Uh, the next Codex compliant is probably going to be a little bit later than you're anticipating, uh, maybe into the start of April, uh, unfortunately. Just because things have been stressful and uh, I've just not been able to get stuff done. Uh, the script is done and it'll be starting to be recorded soon, but it should have been out this weekend. And, well, I say this weekend. When you hear this, it'll be the previous weekend. Um, but yeah, it absolutely will not be out by then. Um, so sorry, but the real world is the worst. And yeah, Um <laughs> But yeah, I'm sure two minutes. I can by talk now. now. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> See, that's what we call malicious compliance. Because fuck you. <laughs> I just didn't think it worked. The one time you don't think it'll work, I make it work. And now I am never going to fucking shut up again. I know that. I know that. But I got to say the thing that I wanted to say uh, without. I getting honestly, bo- I was zoning out. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I thought as much. Um, however, it is in fact time for you to speak now. Now I don't feel like Uh, So what have you been up to, Snipe? So much, but nothing new? Really? Yeah, yeah. It's been a stressful couple of weeks, so, you know, again, the apocalypse and shit happening. It's been (laughs) a little bit stressful, so uh, I've I've had a bit of a rough one. Um... I was going to go out for a run today, and I don't think there's anyone who's been more inconvenienced in this uh, this pandemic than me, <laughs> quite frankly. No, I I, I joke. Um, I have played um, a bit of a game called Arcade Spirits, which uh, Longfang gifted to me, which is like a it's like a dating sim. Okay, but it's, it's like I was really impressed with it. So basically, it's like an alternate timeline thing where the video game crash of the eighties just never happened. Ooh, okay. okay. So like it's like modern day ish. It's like twenty XX. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like <laughs> that kind of thing. And it's like, you know, arcades are still a thing and all that. And we all, smartphones, all this kind of thing. It, it you know, so it's it's basically just the same but crash. Is this Western? Happen. Yes. Okay. Just because there's a very I, I feel there's a very firm like line between the Western interpretation of, of like the dating game genre and the Japanese. Well, yeah, the, the Japanese one I'm not a fan of because it's pretty bad. 
Comparatively. I mean, I, I find with a lot of Japanese dating sims, there's just archetypes and that's it. Which, yeah, that's going to happen. But it's kind of like, I don't have a personality. I am the stuck-up one. And then I think that's kind of it. And you're they're like, more yeah. prone to tropes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no. Because it's just a bigger industry. Yeah, I was actually incredibly impressed with this. So, like, you have quite a gender-neutral looking character. You can choose your pronouns. Cool. And okay. yeah, you, like, the, like the like editing yourself is a little bit. It's not as like advanced as say like Dream Daddy or anything like that. It's just basically, do you want short, long, or like medium hair? I mean, those are the three types. Those are the three types of hair. Um, like skin color, eye color, that kind of thing. And you put in your first and last name. Yeah. And like the first character you encounter who's called Juniper is amazing. She's like light, like, like what is it? Like Betty Spaghetti, like bangles and neon pink. It's really colorful. Betty Spaghetti. <laughs> you don't know, you know, Betty Spaghetti? This name sounds really familiar. ugly doll. Yeah, I, I don't know what that is either, but I didn't want to sound completely. Okay, Google um, it and tell me you wouldn't like wrap that around your wiener to make it look huge. Um, Go on, I'll wait. Okay, now I have to look. Mm-hmm. B-E-T-T-Y. Spaghetti. Oh, yeah, Spaghetti with like one, a two, Y. Three, four. She's the fifth it's... Betty S down. Yeah. She, she's popular. Betty Spaghetti. Oh, okay, shit. Yeah, I, I remember those. There. Okay. No, I would absolutely not wrap that around my penis. It looks very hard and uncomfortable. Well, I mean, you could bend her arms a lot. So you could you could do it. But I was always creeped out by it, and I hated the adverts, so... Yeah, no, I get that. I would, too, be freaked out by it. But yeah, you see how they're very colourful, very neon. Yeah. Yeah, Juniper's like that, and she's super cute. And, like, it's just it's just been, like, kind of laying the groundwork so far. So you get, like, a, um, a digital assistant mm. that basically, like, is like, hey, I got you a job interview at an arcade. And then there's just, like, this rad old lady called Francine who owns it. Who fucked her husband to death. That's canon, by okay, the way. Okay, I was about to ask. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, oh yes, it used to be called Frederick's uh, Funplex, but you know, after my poor late husband. And, she, and then you're like, wow, I'm, I'm sorry. And she's like, oh, don't be. He died sadly at peace. Like, in the throes of passion with me. And I'm like, <laughs> um... oh. It's a way to go, I suppose. Okay, and like for the interv- job interview, like everyone knows the fucking job interview questions and how tedious they are and how you have to lie. And it's like, so what makes, what do you feel you could bring to this company? And then you have to go, I just want to suck your dick and never ever have holiday pay or whatever. This one, this woman <laughs> is like, what's what? If you were a dinosaur, what would you be? And I'm like, I am made for this job. <laughs> this is for me. But yeah, you you also have like a um, like a personality system, so you can like you can turn that on or off. It's kind of annoying because I was like, I'll turn it on. Um, but then it was like, I don't think you can turn it off. Okay. Once you've got in, which is a little annoying, but it just kind of shows you because if in case you're colorblind, because it's like different colors, so like green is kind or like the nice warm kind of reply, but they put like a smile, like a little love heart in front of it. Yeah. And then there's like silly or like. Jokey, which is like a little yellow and a little smiley face, and etc. There is like a neutral option, which is doesn't really. It's just like the safe option. Yeah. This is just reminding me of the uh, 
the thing in Fallout 4 where you could do sarcastic reply, but it didn't tell you what that was. So it was like sarcastic reply, hey, I hope your family dies of scurvy. <laughs> yeah, sometimes... You're like, that's not sarcastic, that's actively antagonistic. Sometimes the sarcastic reply would be saying yes sarcastically, sometimes it would be saying no sarcastically, and sometimes it would be telling them to fucking die sarcastically, and you just had to guess. Yeah. Whereas this actually shows you straight yeah. up what you're <laughs> this, so, is a, this is a good... Uh, like yeah, dialogue it's a good system. system. Yeah, so that's interesting. And like the characters I've met are like quirky, and I like them. Um, I've only I, I've just met like the pro gamer, and I don't like her because she's 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 just a Twitch streamer basically. And I'm like, mm. you know, Twitch streamers TM. Yeah, like you know, oh, if you like, don't get mad at losing at games, then you're. Cuck or it's a weak I, mindset. You're, it's a weak mindset. Obviously, it's like, um, no, you just need to like learn how to handle your emotions a bit better because that kind of stuff is very damaging to you and those around you. But what the fuck do I? And also, you professionally play video games, so your opinion is very tainted, and maybe have some self awareness, you idiot. Yeah, basically. I'm not talking about anyone specifically. Oh here. no, I'm just. This is purely <laughs> hypothetical. Um, also, wearing a Red Bull bandana would make you look like an idiot. It would make you look like a testicle with raisins for eyes. Yep. A really ugly <laughs> testicle. Wearing a Red Bull bandana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, <clears throat> very silly. But again, all hypothetical. All hypothetical. Um, not about a real person. <laughs> no, not about a person at all. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so she's kind of like, there's like three things you could approach and there's like, and it's like, oh, there's like a person at like this, this cabinet who's just screaming obscenities. And I'm like, oh Christ, we've got a DSP over here. So I go over, go over and she's like, hey, you fucking scrub, get fucking wrecked. You aren't as powerful as me, you fucking shit. And I'm just like, okay. And like the guy she's beating at this game is called Rando Calrissian. <laughs> Which I was like, eh, nice. But yeah, and it's and then she's like, she's like, oh yeah, kid, like to me, and I'm like, Ugh. I just like immediately. She's such a sore winner. I'm just like, no, immediately don't think you're. You, no, I just don't like you. The only thing worse than a sore loser is a sore winner. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm up to that point, and I'm like, yeah. eh. but no, I'm liking it so far. It's it's got some interesting writing. I like the the little dialogue system. It's quite cute. And yeah, I, I like it. And that's basically all all the new things I've been doing. I, okay. I've just been sticking to my like depression kind of games. No, I don't blame you. Because, yeah, it's been a bit rough. But, I mean, yeah, that's basically me. Cool. So, Wiblet, what have you been doing? A couple of things. A couple of things. Um, well, you talked about your Grot Rebellion Army. Uh, yeah, there's my Grot Rebellion Army, which I sort of, I sort of talked covered, about. Yeah. Very, very much enjoying painting it. Um... It's because then you're not watching the news. There is that. Um, but Hi there, going to get real for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, really enjoying uh, putting together my uh, my Grot Rebellion, doing a lot of like little conversions of individual like Grots, because it's like when you have a horde... So there's kind of two ways you can go and go about making a horde army. Uh, you can either look at the fact that you have lots and lots of individual troops... As being something, you know, just like, well, I've got loads of them. There's no reason to spend any time on them individually because there's so many of them. Or you can look at the or look at that as the opportunity to do a lot of fun shit with them because 
if a conversion that you try doesn't work out, well, it's okay. They're just one in a huge group um, and it makes them look more diverse. And especially when you're talking about something that's like grots, having them be a little um, disorganized looking is kind of a positive because that's mm-hmm. sort of how yeah. they are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been, I'm trying to like add in little specialist ones into it. So I've got like a communications one who's got a, one of the backpacks from the Imperial Guard, um, like the Cadian box set. So it's got like the communications thing, and like I made some headphones for him, which I'm weirdly proud of because <laughs> it's like I had like I had to make them from nothing, and he's got like the little mouthpiece thing, like he's a fucking Twitch streamer. <laughs> Uh, which is made from like the curved part of a um, paperclip. Huh, okay. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm having a lot of fun doing things like that. I've got like a a medic one as well and a sniper. Uh, and I'm tr- what I'm I want to do is to try and get some of the more obscure grots from uh, various places. So I want to try and pick up some like a handful of rogue trader grots and. I've already got a second Ed Grot in there. And I've got one of the ones from Badrook's old, like, retinue of Grots that you could get. Uh, I've got the one that's, like, on a flagpole who I've given a gun. I think he's just... I, I don't even know what he's for. I think he's, like, an ammo runt of, originally. Um, hmm. But I've just given him a gun. Uh, and so now he's just just adds to the thing. And he's obviously got, a you know, a, red, a black flag with a red star on it now of rather course. than, like, a pirate flag. <laughs> How do... um? The grots compared to the old fantasy goblins, like size-wise, etc. A little smaller. Okay, so you couldn't get away with using like any of the goblin-y models. I am totally going to do that at some point. Okay. Um, gr- gr- grots are just like orcs; they come in various shapes and sizes. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So I was going to get some of the um, gloom spire gits. That's the one. Gloom spite gits. I think it's gloom spite gits. I always think it's gloom spire. Maybe I'm it's wrong. a better name. Yeah. I always forget, um, but I was going to get a handful of those because they have lots of interesting squig models. Um, mm. And I'd quite like to get their loon boss on a squig and turn that into a war boss. Um, like, run that as a war boss, because it's about, about the right size, to my estimations. Um, and yeah, just, just, uh, just having fun doing that. And um, I've also realised that I have individual parts to make normal because i have a pirate grot and i have a separate (laughs) pirate grot head that not only has the tricorn hat that normal wears but it has a star on it as well (laughs) so it's absolutely basically the only thing that makes it not be a straight version of normal who if you don't if you didn't hear a few podcasts ago we did a one shot where i played a goblin called normal mostly because introducing my characters hello i'm normal is just very funny to me (laughs) um (laughs) And, yeah, I can now make him for my Grot Rebellion, which, as a side point, means I'll then have a model for normal, should I ever want to play him in D&D again. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's pretty rad. Which is pretty cool, because uh, the weapons that the one's got, he's got a cutlass and a, ra- uh, and a flintlock, which, yeah, I can, I can, I can work that in D&D. That's fine. I can, I can, I can, I can wangle the flintlock thing. Um, I wouldn't wangle a flintlock if I were. I'll yet. wangle a flintlock all day long. Mate. Um, but yeah, so uh, grot bones are fun. I recommend everyone does them, um, except don't because um, it's ludicrous how many models you have to buy and paint. A lot of work. 
Like, oh, hey, it would be really fun to run three full grot squads, so I'd have 90 grots on the table. Oh, how many points is that? 270. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, for, like, bang for your buck, so, like, time spent painting and um, converting and stuff, like, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah, well, like, a squad of 10 grots costs £12.50. Um, See, I was up until twelve pounds, but fifty p—that's a bit much. Bit much. Bit much. Um, I mean, they are—they are getting on in age, and uh, there are some that are monopose. But um, to someone like me, that's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been trying to convert these, even the monopose models, as much as possible. Um, but anyway, uh, aside from that, last night I watched the uh, Power Rangers movie from a couple of years back. Ah, yeah. Ah, Saban's Power Rangers. <laughs> Isn't we- that what it's called? Uh, it's just called Power Rangers. Okay. Like, that's, uh, I think, officially from, like, like a copyright perspective, maybe. But, like, okay. um, no, it's just called Power Rangers. Possibly to distinguish it from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is the official title of the old show. Anytime I hear that, I just think of that insanely over-the-top guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I have a very important question. Yeah? This is really important. Yeah, like, yeah. seriously. Balkan skull. Unfortunately, there isn't really Balkan skull there. Nor is the Balkan skull theme. There is there is a bully who does get slapped at one point. It's pretty funny. I want Balkan. I saw uh, an episode of Power Rangers. It was like ten years ago, so it was it was recent as opposed to when Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Came I, I I watched an episode of it about a couple of years ago. It, like, uh, it has aged super poorly. Yeah. But, like, I watched, like, it was it was one of the more newer ones, mm. and it had Balkan Skull in it. Oh, yeah. But just... the thing is, they are very obviously 45-year-old men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, why are you bullying teenagers, you dicks? <laughs> I think they're in, like, the, the, the actors must be, like, in their 50s, like, like the they, last time I saw they them. They look it, and, like, don't get me wrong, I fucking love Balkan Skull yeah. so much. But, like, come on. Like... At the time, like, you know how, like, in, in, like, teen drama and stuff, they're always, obviously, like, at least 25 years old. Yeah. Yeah, no, now it's, like, you can't even pass on that kind of, like, yeah. level. It's, like, no, like, these people who are obviously, like, 20, 25-year-old, like, young people, you're literally double their fucking age. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> you've, but, been, you've been playing Vulcan Skull for as long as they've been alive. Yeah, basically. Um, God, but, I love Balkan Skull so much, though. But I can say that though the movie is, I, I wouldn't say it's great. Um, and I, I mentioned this on Twitter, and no one believed me. But the opening joke on it, because um, there's like a little bit of an intro oh. showing the past, uh, where Zordon in this version was the Red Ranger, and Rita Repulsa was the Green Ranger, like in the past. Like, okay, that's interesting. And then it goes to cuts to uh, Jason. And he, with someone else, they've stolen, like, a school mascot. And then one of them makes a joke about, oh, it should be relaxed because I milked it. And then it's a bull. Um, so, so it's like... So, so the Red the, Ranger just jerked off a bull to completion? Uh, no, his friend did. Oh, okay. You can't have you can't have a Power Ranger just, like, bring it, an animal to sexual climax, I guess. That would be weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was a bit weird. No one believed me, but it's like... I, like it's also, like, no, did you not was... notice that it was just a dick? They did say that it's cows like... cows don't just have one long, veiny nipple. <laughs> that was part of the joke. Was like, <laughs> oh you God. do realise that cows have more than one udder, right? 
Oh my um, god, that's horrible! What? I was like joking, but it just went too hard. And then it looks underneath at the cow's dick. Oh no. Um, but, oh, fuck this movie. But, uh, aside from that... Aside from the cow-jerking scene. But yeah, once you passed the, the, the cow... Uh, the fucking bull-wanking scene, <laughs> the it has a weird amount of heart to it. Yeah, because they're like, well, we got the bull-wank out early. Yeah, it's like... Just, so now we can be serious. It's kind of just a, a decent little modern interpretation of it, like just a little teenage drama thing where they all, these strangers, all have to learn to work together because they inadvertently become the Power Rangers. It suffers from the She-Ra problem a bit, of that they try and do serious things with terribly named things. Like Rita Repulsa. Like Rita Repulsa. I saw that you said, you said that um, it would be cool if like she possessed someone's body who was called Rita, on, like, and but her actual name was Bandora, yeah, which is that which is her original name in the Super Sentai series. Yeah, that's that's her name from the Japanese version of Power Rangers, which is actually quite good. Uh, it's way better than Power Rangers. My God, it's actually <laughs> got a plot. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the only there's the only real big problem with the Power Rangers movie is just that the visual design is terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, Alpha looks really gross. Alpha Five looks so bad. He, he just is look good. A, a terrifying eldritch horror, and the Megazord looks bad. Um, the 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 individual Zords don't look too bad. Um, Goldar is appallingly terrible, like just the worst. Uh, it's really weird. But I think looking I past think, that, like Rita should have uh, possessed a Sphinx. Yeah, or at least they just just had it because it doesn't really have any of the. It's just a molten gold thing that has wings. It doesn't look like gold art at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but they managed to with the plot. They managed to do kind of sensible things. The characters are really kind of likable. Uh, Billy especially is just amazing. Um, he's the Blue Ranger, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's the Blue Ranger, and yeah, he's just cool. He's kind of the, the glue that ties them uh, ties them together, and yeah. Now, one thing that they... There's a couple of things that i just like like to mention because um, it's fantastic. Uh, one is that they managed to do one of the very rare examples of a product placement that actually works in-universe. Um, so there's, right. like, there's, there's a magical MacGuffin thing uh, yeah. that actually is super not important what it is in the plot. <laughs> when I, now is I think it, about it. Is it a donut? Kind of. Oh. <laughs> See, now I want donuts, thanks. <laughs> so, now, that's just a risk, because like, if a super plot important thing is just edible... No, no, not, it's not. not but sure that's a great it's, idea. it's under a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> under a Krispy Kreme. Yeah, it's literally they, under a Krispy Kreme. They do decent donuts. So what, what it is, is that there's this hidden crystal thing uh, that Rita Repulsa is after, and Billy finds it, and it's it was like buried... Like a millennia ago, back in the times of the dinosaurs, but it was buried where it was buried. Now it's just under a Krispy Kreme. And when they first do that, you go, "Oh, that's tedious product placement." But because they keep mentioning it, and it just becomes kind of funny. Of like, okay, we've got to get to the Krispy Kreme and save it. And it's just ugh, kind of funny. I guess we're going back to Krispy Kreme. Yeah, like <laughs> like they just treat it like that, or like say, "Where is it?" Oh, it's it's under a shop. It's called Krispy Kreme, and Rita's like. What? 
what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and it, they just because they just kind of naturally just constantly refer to it, it sort of crosses that line of being like overt product placement and just into, well, yeah, you would just say it's in the Krispy Kreme in reality. And it kind of works and they kind of pay it off a little bit because um, after Goldar has, has like come into the... The, into Angel Grove and start smashing shit up. There's a there's a very quiet moment where Rita walks into the Krispy Kreme and then like picks up one of the donuts and then just kind of puts the staff down and leans on a table and just takes a nibble like kind of curious <laughs> because obviously donuts are a new thing to her. And then the wall gets caved in by by Goldar and she just doesn't react to it while she's eating this donut. And it's like that's actually it's pretty powerful. Just product placement, but you actually kind of did that product placement well. Like, kudos. I think that, that also kind of humanizes Rita Repulsa a lot because she's because yeah. you know, she's not going to be scared of the giant monsters she controls, and she's more interested in a donut, which is a new and exciting thing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Also, uh, they did a really good job at recontextualizing and inserting all of the terrible catchphrases from the show. <laughs> so Rita does go. Make my monster grow, uh, but literally. Can magic staff do it though? Uh, not really. <gasps> it's her her inherent power because uh, Goldar is made from molten gold that's being pulled out from the thing, and so uh, mm-hmm. Goldar is literally growing as she she is doing it. So her saying "Make my monster grow" is like, yeah, that, yeah, that's like fine. I mean, if she doesn't like overarm it from the moon, yeah, I guess it's okay because that was always one of my favorites. How she's just like, I'm gonna throw my staff from my moon palace. To, like, the middle of Tokyo. In the Japanese version, it's literally got Bandora's Palace written on it in giant neon letters that flash. So, like, it's a fucking casino. Yeah, it's great. Okay, that's amazing. But yeah, just, like, her long-arming this and just waiting 15 minutes for it to make planet fall. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, mm. yeah, they do do It's Morphin Time. But it's <laughs> but because they've been talking, like, uh, it, the whole thing is, like, based around they need to come together to be able to morph into their suits. Like, that, they have... It's more placed around it's not just a they use the little belt thing oh that the thing the thing that will like with the coin in it yeah yeah. they don't just use that and then morph it's a case of that it's within them and they need to work together in order to access that power to be able to change that's way better than the original power rangers story and so they're talking about opening the morph grid and all this and like they need to be able to they need to be able to morph and so when they finally are able to do it Jason just has this very quiet moment of just going, it's morphin' time. <laughs> and in context, it's nowhere near as stupid. <laughs> it's really weird. Like, they basically, this is one of those things where it should have been, it could have been, like, it could have been the 90s Power Rangers movie, which or is it could have completely been like terrible. Fucking, oh, what's Michael Bay? It could have been a Transformers thing. Oh. Um,. The uh, the Tyrannosaurus uh, Zord does kick a Camaro and say, and, they, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, Bumblebee." <laughs> really? Yeah, that's a thing. I'm not sorry. Um, kick it harder. But yeah, also the Power Rangers theme is in it too. Yeah. Uh, they didn't do it quite as well. It just kind of happens out of nowhere, and you're like, "Okay, cool." Uh, I personally think they should have built it up a little bit more with the Buckethead solo to begin with. <laughs> but you know what? They used it, and yeah. Um, Honestly, if you got like two hours to spare and you didn't watch it at the time, go watch it. It's not bad. If it's is, yeah, it's, is Zordon still like a floating David Cage head? Yes, and he's played by Brian Cranston. 
That's weird. Nice. He's, but what, he's, he's actually a face and a wall, more accurately. Okay. And he's kind of a bit more of a dickhead for, like, part of it. It's actually... Well, again, it does sort of interesting things. And do, do people mind a, a little bit of a spoiler? Do they actually morph and beat the bad guy? Don't they, spoil they, it. They do. Um, <laughs> a regular person-sized enemy gets backhandedly slapped by... A meg- uh, the Megazord and get sent into fucking orbit. Wow. It's okay. the best. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, seriously, go- yeah, it's, I mean, it's not a fantastic movie, but basically given the sort of subject material, which if you've ever watched uh, the original run of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in the last few years... My God, is it terrible. Like, even more terrible... However terrible you remember it being, it's three times worse. Yep. Um, but go watch uh, Juranger, I believe it's called, the Japanese version. Actually, quite good. Um, I mean, if you've got a tolerance to, like, Sentai stuff. Um, but yeah. Uh, other thing to mention is that I played uh, a very, very bad video game on stream. <laughs> uh, that I may be a little obsessed with. So there is a game called After Fall Insanity. There certainly is. And we played it ages ago on the channel. And we kind of liked it at the time because it was it was j- a janky, like, I think it's Polish, um, survival horror-y kind of game. It feels very Dead Spacey. Yeah, yeah. Where it's... you play a psychiatrist uh, called Albert Tokai. Um, and gradually um, you're in like a fallout bunker and it falls apart. People start mutating, going mad, killing each other from like, I think it's isolation syndrome it's called. And you kind of start off and it's like, it's very poorly made. So it's really janky and the acting's not super great. One of the things that makes this um, a slightly, uh, that takes it from just being your average kind of mid-tier bad game is that... It is absolutely fucking insane. Uh, I mean, it's called After Fall Insanity, so it makes sense. Um, so I don't feel any shame in uh, spoiling the game here because um, it's terrible. And you can't actually really buy it on Steam anymore? Yes, you can't buy it on Steam uh, for a reason that I will get to in a little bit because it's hilarious. Um, so the... The game um, starts off. You're in this. Uh, you're in um, this fallout situation. Everything falls apart. You're being blamed for it. Uh, there's a guy who we start. We started referring to as Statler because he's basically a combination. Of, he looks like Stalin but acts like Hitler. Um, <laughs> is Statler actually his name? No, his name is not that. Okay, I, I, actually, I was just like, wait, what? I actually can't remember his name. <laughs> Statler, obviously. Um, and you Mr. escape. Statler. <laughs> you you escape. You escape from uh, from the, the the your vault, basically like a Fallout vault, and you escape into the real world that has been plagued by nuclear. You know, a, a nuclear apocalypse has happened. So you could say there's been a nuclear fallout. Yes. Okay. And you end up in the city uh, where it's full of people and like roving gangs, and you end you're up having like, a mega ton of fun uh, there. while you're chasing a guy who is the person that you believe started the um, infection that started everyone getting this syndrome that made them mutate. Okay. Okay. Um, the game the game has like shooting and melee. Although um, if you ever do play it, just play it on easy mode because it's a very bad video game. 
Jank. Yeah, and it's it's just not worth the hassle of playing it on a harder mode. There's no, there's nothing to be achieved by beating it on a harder mode. Don't worry. And you can get through the vast majority of the game not using the, the guns at all. You just hit things. Fire axes, the best weapon. Um, very efficient. You can quite often behead people uh, with like random shots. Really oh, well, there's some advice from yeah. Wib there, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Applicable in Afterfall Insanity and other places, but don't do it there. Like the House of Commons. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that'd get some fucking notice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and you for legal into- reasons, I am joking. <laughs> um, you have to, so you go out into the wasteland. Uh, you fight some some mutants chasing this guy that you believe solved it, and then it turns out that the wasteland that you're in is all a Truman Show style model. Oh, I remember his <laughs> like the guy's acting. He's like. Oh, my God. It's a model. A fucking model. And it's just like, oh, It's so no. bad. <laughs> it's beautiful. I lost my shit when that, when that <laughs> happened. I was so happy. Yeah, I thought something weird had happened. And, I mean, it did. But I, because I wasn't part of that stream. So I just heard this fucking hysterical laughter, and I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. he's finally lost it. Like, I streamed, like, the first half of the game on Saturday, on the Saturday, and then on the Sunday I streamed again, so I was like, no, I have to beat this game, I have to see and it. And then people came in going, Wib, you don't have to do this. I was like, no, I have to. Uh, I was getting text messages from Longfang going, why is he doing this to himself? I was legit having fun. It's 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 the perfect terrible. You did get, like, like there was a, a viewer who she went and bought... A, actual box copy yeah because you can still buy physical copies on like ebay and stuff and like, which is still sealed no. and for like two pound because no one fucking wants this i kind of do want to get a copy i think i might get one because yeah. it's cheap and it's like it's such a novelty <laughs> um now you then escape into the real world which is also a nuclear wasteland then what's the what? point of making it a fucking model except it's a ghost land that's full of ghosts that your character never reacts to I... There's ghosts, and he just he like goes oh basically oh shit an enemy, but he doesn't like go why are there ghosts now? This is a new concept. Okay, the sun hurts you as well. Um, if you if you go into the, if you go into the sun, ghosts attack you. But because the game is really bad, sometimes they go actually. Even though he's in the shade, we want enemies to appear, so we'll just spawn the ghosts. I... So you don't know the rules about it firmly because sometimes the game breaks the rules. <laughs> now the game is never particularly Good. hard and uh, so like even the really bad parts you can kind of must your way through the hardest part of the game is as a boss fight uh, with a giant mutant I thought it was going to be with a sun ghost and if you get caught and, uh, and basically you have to just constantly be shooting it and then running away uh, because if you ever get in melee range with it and it knocks you down, there's a very there's high probability. Yeah, there's you. a very high oh. probability it'll stun lock you and you can't get out of it honestly stun locking is gross uh, it also throws ads at you whilst it's doing it Ooh, <laughs> motherfucker. It's not super hard once you know what you're doing, but uh, that's it's the main reason that's why I say... very poorly designed. It's the main reason why I say if you do play this, never play it on a harder mode. Um, and then you... So you get through this area uh, chasing the uh, the guy that you... Um, that you think is to blame. The perpetrator. Um and then eventually you do get to fighting him, and when you shoot him, he does... Uh, I originally called it Matrix Dodging, but um, Snipe, you pointed out to me the better description is Albert Wesker Dodging. He's Albert Wesker from RE5. Yeah, he because he straight up does that when you try and shoot him. And you eventually have a fight with him, 
And, um, spoilers, um, you're kind of his Tyler Durden. But if you, like, why are you but so he's the bad. But he's the bad guy. But you're, you're a figment of his imagination. So you're basically his conscience? You're like Jiminy Kinda. Cricket if, like... Your character never existed, basically, and literally nothing that happened, because it happened from... Because you see events that you saw happen, and you see that they actually went down differently, it means that nothing in the game you have... With the exception of the fact that the original vault fell, and that the insanity of this... this infection spread i think that's the only thing that you can 100 percent know is real so everything that happened in the wasteland you don't know if it's real i am all for an unreliable narrator but that is so far beyond unreliable yeah <laughs> i don't even have words basically uh, about 95 percent of the game may not be real and you don't know um and it's and also given how janky the game is, that this absurd story that I remind you is acted terribly the entire time is interspersed with these weird gameplay janky things that are just works of art in and of themselves. I, of course, managed to find a way to fall through the world at one point. Oh, of course, yeah. That's yeah, like yeah, jank yeah. game, like, bingo, yeah. free space. Um, there was also a bit when um, the cutscene happened with the, the big bad with the big bad guy who's actually me. Um, blew, like basically, I was going to escape uh, by stealing a car and filling, like filling it up at a petrol station. You know, trying to escape. Ooh, heart pumping. Uh, but what happened was he, the, the bad guy, appears and then shoots the uh, the servo, the um, the petrol station, and it explodes because yeah. it apparently was covered in C four for some reason. It can um, happen. But okay, so uh, yeah, I know C four doesn't explode. Let's not dwell on it. Like, it doesn't explode when you shoot it. Don't worry. Okay, I know. Okay. <laughs> I get enough well actuallys in YouTube comments. I don't need well, them here as well. Was he filling up diesel? Because diesel doesn't do that either. Uh, I don't believe so. I believe okay. it was petrol. Okay. Um, and he shoots it and it explodes. And so, and so I go through the cutscene. And then I look back and I notice the model of the other guy never despawned. So he was just standing there the entire time. He was I like, like, this is awkward. Hopefully he won't notice. I like ran across the area, like getting in, getting hit by the sun and spawning ghosts and stuff. As you do. I also fight, you also fight a trash golem at one point. Never explained why. It just happened. Okay. Um, and yeah, and, so, and it was like, oh, this guy's just here. And I just walked through him. It also does the fun thing of like, I ran through an area because, um... There's a part where it's very easy to run out of ammo, and I was very low on ammo, and then it throws you into a place where you need ammo, and so I just had to run away from the enemies, which then spawned more enemies, and more enemies, and more enemies, and then I, and there was just too many enemies, and I had like two bullets. I physically could not deal with them. Too enemies. Because this is the ghost, you can't really deal with them with melee weapons you have to use guns so i needed and i heard you and i'm paying i'm choosing yeah, to yeah, <laughs> don't worry um, i was literally waiting for a gavin conversation so i could say it again so thank uh, you for noticing that's what i was doing yeah, I know shooting me the fuck down <laughs> don't worry i got it thank you honey <laughs> Um, and so I ran through and it turned out it takes its, you know how normally when you have checkpoints in games, it'll like go, okay, it sort of resets you to zero. So it'll, it'll, when you, when you go back to that checkpoint, if you're being chased by enemies, it won't have the enemy still chasing you. Yeah. 
So in a lot of games, there is ways where you can just run forward and just kind of snag a checkpoint and kind of sort of cheese it out a bit. Yeah. yeah, this game doesn't let you do that. It's a hard fucking checkpoint. Ugh. Not only is, when you hit the checkpoint is your... Because you have regenerating health. Because um, there's barely any items in the game. Like, apart from ammo, that's it. Hmm. So there's no health kits or anything. You just regenerate. I mean, it's fine. So it's like going for kind of a dead spacey thing. But yeah, it doesn't really have anything. It's bizarre. Um... And so you'll run through, so all the enemies chasing you, your health and your ammo all stay the same. Oh, so if you're fucked in one position, you're super fucked when you come back into it. Uh, what you have to do, it, fortunately the checkpoint system does mean that if you go into like, go to chapter select, and then select the chapter that you're in, uh, you can then go into it and it'll give you like a, the amount of ammo you should have at that point and That's regular something. health. So you can go forward. So you, so it. It's hard to get stuck, but the game does sometimes fuck you over for no reason. It's, yeah, it's it's a weird one, but I don't know if I'm communicating this well. I kind of love this game. It's, I have never played, you know, bad, so bad it's good is quite hard to achieve in video games. Mm-hmm. Movies can manage it because you Books don't have to interact with them. Can't. Books can't because of the that takes time so investment. Long to read, yeah. um, well, they have trouble anyway. Um, and games do struggle to be so bad they're good. Like um, Ride to Hell Retribution is quite close to it's it, so but it bad. is it's bad. But it is just bad as well. Uh, whereas <laughs> this, because because you can just kind of get through it, and the acting's terrible, the story's incomprehensible. It's three games mashed together, and it's so janky all the way. There's constantly weird animation glitches. Um, just oddities about the trans like uh, there's lots of weird what i believe are translation issues where they literally translate certain things so like you'll be falling from somewhere and albert will go oh no oh no not uh, like not this time and it's like surely you mean not again or Or something like like that or not like this no that was the one version of that phrase that doesn't really fit to your situation (laughs) do not want but yeah, <laughs> seriously, um, the the VODs will it's, still be up on Twitch if you're interested. Go fucking look at them or go play the game yourself. However, the only way to play the game yourself now is to either find a key reseller that still has the key. And be careful about those. And be careful about those because mm, some of them are a bit shitty. Yeah, a lot of them yeah. are pretty shit. Um, or to buy a physical copy because it's not on sale on Steam anymore. Would you like to know? Matthew, why it is not on sale on Steam anymore. I, I would very much like to know, yes. They stopped paying uh, the license to Epic, and so they basically didn't have the license to use the Unreal Engine anymore. Oh. <laughs> and they what? were like, yeah, so it got taken down because they were illegally using the engine. <laughs> 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 and went out of business because of it. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that's the thing. Um, it is a beautiful game that is terrible, and I should hate it. It's it's bad, but it's it's so endearingly crap that I I legit am really tempted to try and put together like a full like scripted video dissecting it because it is I I I, I have covered just ten percent of what makes it hilarious to me um and unless you hear the acting like how bad it really is i don't think you can truly appreciate exactly how bizarre the 
the way it presents its already weird story. <laughs> it's yeah, fascinating. I I am enamored by this terrible, terrible video game that is quite hard to play now. Uh, there was a DLC for it, which is just wave or uh, wave survival things. And if you want to run the DLC, you have to open up a separate instance of the game. Um, you can't do it from the main menu because, of course, uh, there was yeah. a sequel that was being uh, early access and episodic. Um, but of course, that's also gone because of the, the the company going out of business due to being sued, I believe, by Epic. Um, so that's no longer made available. Although, again, through key resellers, you can find it. They did release they did release the first episode of it, which you can get on key resellers. And obviously that was taken down as well due to the whole them not use, not having the license to use the Unreal Engine anymore. Uh, but I don't know if it's a full episode one or if they only got part of it completed because it was in early access. So I kind of want to play it, but but it's like a fiver, and I don't know if I don't know if it's like thirty minutes of gameplay. Um, so I might I might have to do some research and see if if there are other. Their, their other in air, you know, uh, sample of the Afterfall series was just as ridiculous. Hmm. Um, also, he occasionally talks into his PDA um, to to like give narration, um, but uh, you you move very slowly, so of course you start looking around because he's just talking very slowly about things you already know about. Um, and so you spin it around and you realize that his mouth doesn't move when he does it and you can very clearly see it. So, yeah. Although to its credit, the game does work in the UI for cancelling that onto his PDA, which has the cancel button. It's like press F to cancel. It's written on his PDA. Like, it's like, that's actually a nice little touch. I think that's why I am so enamored by it because it has little things like that where the game made by competent people could be good, uh, but it was not. And so it's just a fucking train wreck and it's beautiful. (laughs) <laughs> but um, that is all I, uh, I I have to say. I'm sorry I talked about that for a while. I am, I just have so many thoughts and feelings about that fucking thing. Um, so, Matthew, huh. what yes. have you been doing? Well, I spent the last about half an hour just being impressed that Snipe didn't say just a little bit. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's true. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it, by the way. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say it at the time because I knew you just do it. Yeah. Um but thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Two menemies. <laughs> what? Two menemies. It's the thing she's yeah, okay. I... That's what we call a callback, sweetie. Oh. Because oh, you were like, oh, there's too yeah. many enemies, and I went, two menemies. And then I sat there with a big grin on my face oh. looking at you like, ah! I'd already scrubbed it from my brain. Well, I wanted to remind you. Oh, good. And the reason I haven't really said anything is because I'm really tired all of a sudden. That's okay. That's okay. I'm um, fatigued. Yeah. I've, I've done a few things. I have... So, I've been watching a TV series, and I've only seen one episode since... I last watched it, but I don't think I spoke about it at the time. Have any of you guys seen Young Offenders? No. It is an Irish comedy set in Cork about two, like, young offenders, basically. They're, like, teenagers. I can't remember how old they are, like, 16-ish. Um, and they're just kind of adorable dickheads. And uh-huh. they, like, they're just, is like... Is that where you hang out with me? <laughs> kind of <laughs> well you know what ask and you shall receive I guess 
they're just two mates living in Cork and they think that they're like hard and cool and go around and try and steal things but then kind of do it badly but it so it's quite it's, it's mostly a comedy because of that it's just them being incompetent but it's it's alarmingly sweet like we spent as much time watching it like in tears because of like the emotions Aww. as much as laughing it's like it's really good <laughs> i think we were quite hung over we watched it we watched it after a mate's wedding and we all sat there in the morning a bit hung over we watched it we watched one episode and ended up watching like the whole first series and it's <laughs> it's it's only a you know a six episode series sort of thing yeah and it's on is it a bbc thing or it's shown on bbc i'm not sure exactly to be honest i can't remember how we watched it but yeah it's just a short six series one and then i remembered that it existed and noticed that there's a second series so we're about to watch that and then there's a christmas episode so we watched the Christmas episode the other day, which was weird when it's not exactly Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. But it is a great little series. It's like quite short episodes and it's just, yeah, a mixture of hilarious and like really, really touching. There's some bits in it oh. that are just ridiculously adorable. Aww. So yeah, I, I do recommend. Um, we have watched a film. We went to the cinema and just about caught it before it stopped. We saw Jojo Rabbit. Oh, Yes. Yeah, I've so heard it's, it's fantastic. It is very good. So it's a Taika Waititi film. So he's he's the guy. He's the New, New Zealandy Kiwi guy. He's the who cool did. Dude. He's done a, quite a few sort of independenty films in New Zealand, and then he's now done the Thor. Well, he did Thor the, Ragnar- um, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. He did. He was in um, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, well, yeah. So What We mm. Do in the Shadows was his more sort of yeah. I think it was filmed back in yeah. It was filmed back in New Zealand. And it was a bit of a smaller budget, and it was before he. I'm trying to say this without like coming across as the as like a dick, but it was you know before everyone knew him, it was when he was a bit smaller and yeah, he did quite a few of them. He did, he did other ones, or he did um, Hunt for the Wilder People and Boy, and they're both well, all, all of his films I really like. And then Thor was really good, and then going into this one because it's Hollywoody, I was like, mm, I'm a bit skeptical as to how his sort of writing and his sort of humour translates across to Hollywoody film when it's the Kevin Smith problem yeah well yeah I mean because like, he, he did Thor Ragnarok it's excellent it's the best thing that could have happened to the, the Thor films um, but because this is like his story I was wondering how it'd work but it is very good it's hmm. I would say it's the least strong of his films but that's only because he sets a ludicrously high standard <laughs> yeah um, it is very good it's for those who don't know, it's it's a, I guess a black comedy. I guess you'd call it, um, set during World War Two in Germany about a young, ten-year-old kid who's in the Hitler Youth, and he has an imaginary friend who is just Hitler. Um. Yeah, it's. You see, it's if a, it was anyone a, but like Taika Waititi, I'd be really. Mm, it's a fine line comedies about the Nazis. Yeah, but yeah. there's one that's really good actually. Um, called it's a German film called ooh, what's it called? Um, Look who's back, I think it is, or oh, something no. along the line of I that. I think I've heard about and, this. Yeah, it's basically a guy dresses up as Hitler and goes around Germany in character just to see how people would react, and it is pretty hilarious. Okay. And it's really well made. It's a sort of you know um, Sasha Baron Cohen esque Borat uh-huh. type thing. Yeah. Like he just sees he's in character, and then everyone else. As far as I'm aware, everyone else sort of isn't. They're just people. I mean, to be fair, um, the barrier, like the barrier to like what is a good um, Hitler-based comedy, was set pretty low by "Hail Honey, I'm Home." So, <laughs> okay, good. If you're if you're familiar with that at all, I, I uh, am not, and I'm not sure I want to be. 
uh, like a British sitcom where it's just just Hitler. Okay, good. I think it was made in the eighties. I, I believe. Oh, I think it's okay. one of those things that had like four episodes showed, and then they were right. like, "No, we yeah." We need to I'm stop. not sure that anyone was aware enough or good enough in the eighties to pull that off. Yeah, but but this does it does a, a really good job of just making the Nazis look really silly, mm. which is quite nice. I do know that um, um, Taika Waititi did say because uh, someone asked him like, "Oh, did you do much research on Hitler?" Uh, to play him in this movie, and his response, I believe, was "No, fuck Hitler." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might have been word, exactly those words, quite possibly. Yeah, I, very, I think that's yeah, the yeah. exact wording. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, because um, Taika, the, the director, um, plays Hitler in this. Yeah. So I was expecting it to be a bigger role, but actually, it's kind of just a sort of side thing. Hmm. It's not like from watching the trailers and things, I thought that would be the, the main focus of the film. Um, and it's really not. It's just kind of on the side. That's also there. Mm, interesting. But yeah, it's interesting. It explores because he's yeah he's a he's a, obviously a kid who's been completely indoctrinated because that's how it happened. Um, and it turns out his mum's been hiding a little Jewish girl in in the attic, and they meet. And then it's all it's the film is about their interaction. Okay. And yeah, it's it's really good. It's yeah, it's quite bits of it are hilarious. Bits of it are quite heavy. Um, I mean, it's about the Nazis. So, so yeah, fucking, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't escape what they did at all, but it also makes them look really silly at the same time. Yeah, hmm. I think it. I think it balances the line really well. Um, personally, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Give it a shot. Hmm. Cool. That reminds um, me. I, I watched fucking um, Death of Stalin the other day, and that. <laughs> That's another, you know, comedy based around one of history's greatest monsters. Um, and that that was one where it was, uh, where again, the marketing for it is very different to the actual movie that you see. Mm, okay. It seems like it's just, oh, it's just a kind of like Faulty Towers-esque farce with like, um, you know, uh, Michael Palin, uh, Steve Buscemi, um, just a ton, a ton of people who you will go... Oh wait, she! I recognise that. Even uh, Paul Whitehouse is in it, like just playing <laughs> Stalin's inner circle. Um, and yeah, you think it's going to be like a kind of fast comedy, and then you watch it, and it is. But it also doesn't ever pull its punches about the torture and violence that went on. Hmm. So it's actually super fucking dark at times, and I like absolutely would understand if someone was like saw it and was like some of the. Some of the darker things that happened were not necessarily shown, but they were mentioned, and honestly, it skeeved me out a bit just even hearing mm. about some of it. Um, but they did at least acknowledge the whole thing of the in uh, the twilight of his uh, of his uh, reign. Stalin basically kept himself and his entire like inner circle fucking blind bastard drunk all the time, watching westerns and. Do, playing pranks on each other, like putting tomatoes in each other's pockets and things. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, weird. But yeah, it seems a bit like that because I've seen adverts and trailers and things for um, Jojo Rabbit and yeah, you do not get an idea of what kind of movie it is at all. Mm. Yeah, but no, it's 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 really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, the very last thing I've been doing this week is that we've been I've been playing a game. It's just a little, I think it was like 89p on the Switch store or something. But it's just a little platform puzzler thing called 
Kularo? Kularo? Let's go with Kularo. But it's spelled <laughs> with, a K, a K, with a K, not a C. Otherwise, I would just say Kularo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't really mention it because it's just an indie platform puzzly thing. Where, you know, you're on a map and you've got to get from one side of it to the other, avoiding the spike traps and collecting the items sort of thing. But it just has a really good... It's just one button. You move... You always move... And you just press jump to jump. And then if you jump against the surface, you change direction. Okay, so it's sort of a little bit like an endless runner type thing. Yeah, sort of. Apart from it's not, end- you, you, you know, your map is just your one screen. So you can see the whole way you need to get to. And it's okay. just it's just got a really satisfying jump mechanic. Like, it just feels really good. And it's got, like, little bits of music that, like, beep boop off when you jump and things. And it's... I don't know what it is about it, but it's just really satisfying little one to play. Like, there's no, as far as I can say, I've not played it for too long, but it's, there's not too much. There's a bit of a story at the start, and you wake up and you fall down a hole, and then your like imaginary friend guides you through it. And there's a bit doesn't really affect the game at all. So, as far as I can see, it's you know just a puzzle platformy thing, the same as a lot of the other ones. But for some mm. reason, this one has jumped out at being like it's just really quite satisfying to play. Interesting. Um, you know, like a side scrollery platform thing. Um, yeah, and it was like eighty nine p on the Switch store, so well, I saw it. And I can't like, oh, complain for eighty nine p. Give it a go. I suppose I technically should have some games to talk about on this gaming <laughs> podcast. So <laughs> ostensibly gaming podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. It's quite. It's yeah. I don't know what it is about the controls or the. I guess the control singular. Um, <laughs> Because there was only one. It has only one control. <laughs> Somehow it has less controls than an Atari Twenty Six Hundred game. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. If you get if you get a chance to, I don't know what else platform. I presume it's on other platforms. I presume yeah, I it's probably. Look. But yeah, I've been, been quite enjoying it. Um, but that's that's me done. Um, so and the last thing I've been I've been having a bit of a think about is because I don't want to dwell on you know everything. I don't think I even just waves arms around furiously, just says everything. Um, And I don't want to dwell on the negatives of this, but I was thinking, you know, people are going to have a bit more time potentially stuck in the house a bit more. So I don't know if you want to go through some sort of TV series or potentially games or recommendations of things that will, you know, pad out a lot of time or, you know, a series that you've watched in the past that we've not really spoken about much in the podcast because you watched it 10 years ago or whatever. (laughs) But just as a sort of recommendation for people to binge on a bit, just to keep everyone distracted. Just to put you guys on the spot somewhat. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, has anyone got any uh, got any ideas up front? Because, yeah, I, I mean, do. Yeah, yeah, go, for yeah it. go for it. Um, I would recommend um, for like a TV series, uh, The Booth at the End. It's it's a very intimate kind of intimately filmed thing where it's basically you don't go anywhere outside of the diner that it starts in. I would also say Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a fantastic series. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, Just watch through the series. They're There's amazing. a lot of it now. So. There's a lot of it, and they're all really, really good, mm. really funny. A lot of like really funny moments and a lot of very feelsy moments as well. Um, video games, I would say Stardew Valley. You probably won't even notice yeah. that time is passing. <laughs> this yeah. would probably... You know what? This would be a good time for people to do if they're, you know, stuck at home. There are game. There are some games which, like you, people used to play, but have continued, and people haven't really looked at them much again, or may not have come back to them. So something like this might be a fun time to come back to Minecraft. 
Um, Minecraft, yeah. Because there's been so much done to the game that you'll it is a, I a very in different like every year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you've not played it for several years since kind of the height of it, this might be a fun time mm-hmm. to go back to it. All the Sims. That's that's uh, again, again. Yeah, the, the, these are kind of big big time things. Mm-hmm. Actually, because uh, Longfang's been playing it um, on stream recently, uh, a, a, like a, a good kind of like big chunky game. Mad um, Max is Mad Max, oh. yeah. Which is it's. If you've played shitloads of sandboxes, then it might not be you might get be a bit bored by it because it's not like it doesn't like revolutionize anything. It's it is just a sandbox. Mm. But it's a really solid sandbox and I can definitely recommend playing through it. If like me, you don't actually play through many of them, totally solid, you'll probably have a really good time the whole time. The ending, if I remember rightly, kinda sucks, but that's like the only real problem I kind of had with it. That and given the nature of the the Mad Max universe, you can imagine the types of content warnings that would be in place to play yeah. through it. So, you know, that 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 side. Um, I'd say Divinity Original Sin 2 as well. Fantastic game. Uh, and yeah, I can't really think of anything else. Oh, Castlevania. <laughs> yeah, watch the Third Castlevania. Series is that. We haven't seen it yet, but yeah, first and second series are great. Drama Matt, do you have any recommendations? Yeah, I was having a bit of a think. I'm trying to think of like series I've historically liked. So, um did you ever watch House? House is I good. did and I, then I, I literally got to... to a point where I went, I've I'm fucking sick of this character and I've never watched it since. Yeah. Because I was like, like, okay, I get it. He's he's the Bojack, he's the dickhead, and I'm yeah. you know what? Fuck him. I don't like him and I don't care anymore. Yeah. Which enough. is like I mean, that's, that's just me. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Like, he is you know, it has the Yeah. The, the thing where you don't like the main character mm. but we really enjoyed it and it has quite a satisfying ending as far as en- like endings for things that go on for eight odd series or have minutes mm. usually don't end well or at least mm. most people think they don't end well but it had quite a satisfying ending as well which is quite nice yeah. mm. um doll I, I was i'd recommend firefly but i assume everyone's watched that but yeah. dollhouse if you want to something similar to that dollhouse was really good which yeah, i don't think as many is, people have seen pretty dang good yeah yeah I um it. The Bridge, one of the Scandi noir things. I think it's it's set on the bridge that goes from Denmark to Sweden, so I can't remember if the show is Swedish or Danish um, <laughs> because it's kind of set in both, and I can't remember which country made it. Probably <laughs> both, but that's that's really good. Um, there's a... We mentioned Taika Waititi earlier. There's a What We Do in the Shadows TV series. I've heard that is good. That's out, which is good. Um, and there's also Wellington Paranormal, which is in the same sort of universe... They're both really good. Um, the last one I was going to mention, but it's been a long time since I've watched it, so I don't know how it holds up. But there's a lot of it to watch. Scrubs. I fucking loved yeah, Scrubs. Yeah, it time. does have some I, really dodgy moments. I assume it's back, probably going to have a few. Yeah, it probably like the does whole Dr. have Cox a few. Bits. Always referring to JD as a girl, like, and and there's a lady's name. Yeah, as deep yeah, as like, yeah, as kind of punishing him. It's like, uh, but I mean, to be fair, it's a good few years old, and it was. It was pretty so, yeah, good with for the, the ca- time, considering. Yeah, with the, with the with the caveat that yeah, that there's probably going to be some of the, some issues with it. Mm-hmm. At the time, I adored that show. Yeah, same. Yeah, and again, there's a and lot it's very of it. easy watching, and there's a lot of it. Yeah, although probably don't watch to the very end. Oh, um, but yeah, person of interest is really good. Gets a bit weird towards the end, but that's really good. I watched some NCIS the other day and it was awful. <laughs> I was like, shit, I used to love this show. What the hell? I, that is actually the problem like, when you try and think back to like 
Sailor Moon is still amazing. Like the um, not Crystal, but the ah. Sailor Moon like sub because the dub is fucking terrible. Like it, it suffers from all the problems of like mid nineties anime shipped out to America. Let's change everything. Let's make the lesbian couple cousins so everything looks super creepy and incestuous because that's more palatable than gay people. But yeah, if you can find a subbed version, I'd recommend that. But yeah, that's basically all I can think of. Yeah, actually, one thing I have been meaning to watch through, and again, this is something a bit like Scrubs, where it goes through, it, it's been, it was done for like such a long period of time and it's still, you know, being made, um, is Venture Brothers. Mm. Mm. I've been meaning to watch through that because I got to like season four back in the day. And yeah, I got, I, I got stopped, a bit further than you, I think. But, yeah, and I stopped watching yeah. it. wasn't because it just I took so long in between series that by the time it happened, <laughs> you, you had no idea. Like, who the it, fuck is this character? You I feel like know. you had to watch yeah. the whole thing every time a new series came out. It was just exhausting out. to keep um, But I've been meaning to, yeah. to watch it because there's, you know, you I watched like the first, like, for hand, like half of the first season, like not too long ago. And it, I did watch it and I was like, you know, the... The language used in this, like, is a bit... Mm, a bit spicy. But, it, but you look at the time when it was made and you're like, yeah, this was this was pretty common, like, kind of edgy dialogue. And it was never good, but it wasn't, like, something that you... You had to be being an active dickhead to do. It was just a lot of people mm. did it, you know. So you, you can't judge it quite the same as if someone did it now. Um, it, a lot of caveats are to be yeah, had. But like a lot of show, but like a lot of shows like that did learn over time and got better with that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah, so I've been meaning to go back and go back and actually uh, go through that. So uh, you know, with the obvious caveats in place, because I did really enjoy the first few seasons because um, it was just it was an homage to a lot of the show, like things like Johnny Quest and things that I watched as a kid, uh, like mm. the stuff from the sixties. Uh, that was just still shown on Cartoon Network <laughs> during the nineties, um, and I just yeah, I got I got a lot of, a, a big kick out of it. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a thing as well. But yeah, anything else that people could recommend for people trying to fill up to fill Not up a bit I of time? Think of. No. Um, I mean, you could also just paint your fucking Warhammer. No. I mean, yeah, you, you could just do that. <laughs> but also, and I feel I should mention this: um, if you do happen to find yourself having to self-isolate. Do not feel that you have to complete that project that you've been putting off. If you can, that's cool, and it is a good opportunity to do that stuff. But don't feel that you have to create something of value whilst you're protecting yourself. Capitalism yep. is awful, and it don't feel like you have to be producing all the time. Mm. Um, if you just need to rest, rest, because you deserve yeah. it. Yeah, that's a very good point. But yeah, um, good. anyone else got anything I mean, to say? No, that's there's there's probably hundreds of things I want to say here and I can't think of off the top of my head to be honest. But <laughs> well, what you can do instead then is read out the questions that we've received. Okay, I will do. Uh, what's the email address I should send those questions to, Matt? Uh, only drummer Matt at snipeandwhip at gmail dot com. Uh, can you also say it, Snipe? No, you can't. No. Oh, well, that's a shame. <laughs> Medical condition. Medical condition. No. Okay. Um, since we've got to go and be somewhere after this, uh, we'll. We should probably go through these questions as quick as possible uh, and try not to have a 20-minute uh, rant on the end of it. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Who knows how Who knows? things will go. Okay, mm. so in no particular order, as usual. First up, Henry. 
What if it is possible to make female space marines, and the space wolves have been including them for thousands of years, but it's like with dwarves, where people just assume there aren't any female ones because of the beards? Yeah, headcanon accepted. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot of people have said, like, given the, the, the gene-forging process, um, it, it's entirely possible that, to a casual glance, it would be quite difficult to tell anyway. You um, see, I don't, like... Because, and not least because... Uh, what people consider to be quote unquote masculine yeah. or feminine traits are mostly bullshit anyway. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah, I'm happy with that in universe canon. In in real world canon, representation is important, and that is, <laughs> you need explicit. Yeah, and that's you need really really more important. explicitly female models just because people feel included. But <laughs> yeah, have ladies with beards. That's completely like badass. Yeah, but like have lots of different types of ladies. Easy. There we go. <laughs> so yeah, but. Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, I'm fine with that with Space Wolves. <laughs> yeah. If there was if there was a chapter of Space Marines that would be like, hmm, I wonder if this works on ladies too, and then try it and then tries it on the and fucking the fucking Valkyries of Fenris. Yeah, they can. <laughs> oh, that sounds really cool. <laughs> like the Fen- Fenrisians are like, you can basically say, oh yeah, well, we don't even bother to actually go through the process. The Space Wolves are just Fenrisians. They don't yeah. have a black carapace. It's just, they're, just, they're just that tough. They're just like that anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, te- Technician Sourwell. Hello. If you were forced to choose one 40k faction to invade present-day Earth, which one would you pick? Tyranids. Why? Um. Burn it to the ground. I mean, can't say I we mean, don't deserve it. <laughs> okay, but, like, seriously... I don't know. I wouldn't really want anyone to invade Earth. It's, it's got a fucking. It's got so many issues as is. Yeah, I'm not really a it's big fan like, of. It's just like, hey, the... would you rather be like, mur- like, burned to death with lava or molten steel? It's like, um, depending on the writer, the towel's probably a best bet. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, because at least they sort of try and integrate you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a slight amount. I mean, to be honest, the Imperium would be the worst. At least the other ones, it would it'd be, be a relatively quick death. Whereas living under the Imperium would be fairly horrific. Yeah. I mean, if you're invaded by, like, cornate, like, marines or something, yeah, you'd be pretty much immediately done. That's fine. But, yeah. Mm, but, yeah. Mm, I'm yeah, going to go for Tal, of, then. None of them are the good guys. <laughs> yeah. Or let's just say the squats. Because okay, then we yeah. all get badass trikes. Okay, that's yeah, cool, the right, squats. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Next up. I'm going to pronounce this completely wrong, despite being a Tal player. Guevessa Ui, Ryan Codner. Hello. Um, relate. Uh, so first up, they say that they really liked your enjoy your painting logs, Wib. Oh, so thank you very much. related to that, will we ever get videos on your guys' warbands? I know there's been one on Wib's orcs from ages ago, but it was curious to see how everyone's armies have progressed. Uh, <laughs> maybe my Tyranids. Oh I'm, yeah, that I'm would be good. Really, I'm kind of really weird with my painting. I don't like showing it off very much because it's like a huge source of anxiety for me. Which I am slowly getting over, but it is taking work. So I don't think I'm quite there yet. But it is nice to know that there's um there's some interest there. Hmm. That does help. And yes, I'll make some at some point. Yeah. It's more it, it, it for me. It's more a factor of um, the other armies that I have um, that are like active ones. Like the orcs, very little has happened to them. If anything, stuff has been taken away because I've put it into my Grot Rebellion. Um, is <laughs> my Blood Angels who are in various states of completion so even though i use them a lot 
not enough of them are complete that I feel like showing them off, like as a whole thing, if you know what I mean. Uh, my Eldar are mostly done, so I might do, they, they might actually be the one that get a video on them next. But saying that, all the models have been shown off in my painting logs, mm-hmm. so I sort of don't know if it's worthwhile. Uh, and when I get like enough of my Grot Rebellion together, I definitely will, just because um, who doesn't want to make videos on Grot Rebellions? It's just kind of too small to do anything with right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> second question since since codex jokes are now a thing what weird slash obscure 40k race or monster would you want to see GW make a model for Hrud which version are you talking about the old school like basically space skaven interpretation yeah. or the modern weird fucking spindly nonsense that they are yeah I, I want the old version yeah, I space, space skaven. skaven yeah that was going to be my I'm actually totally down yeah and not just fucking ratlings. No. Because they're just hobbits. Yeah. Uh, but, like, just, yeah, spa- like, I want them to have, like, loads of weird orcs and stuff. Yeah, no, Space Skaven I'd, yeah. I'd totally be down like, for. If you had the rules for it, you wouldn't even need that many models, because, like, Skaven would just work as Space Skaven. Yeah, pretty mm. much. I um, I mean, there are there are little things. Like, I mean, you know, I, of course I would like to have, like, a proper Grot Rebellion list. Like, get them mm. to have, like, the old, like, having the old cutters and things they used to have in... In Gorka Morka, like I actually think that'd be genuinely cool. Like to just make them, ju- just like how you know, Dark Angels are a spin-off of Space Marines. Like I think that'd be really cool um, to have uh, an actual Grot Rebellion list. Yeah, no, um, that'd be cool. But yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's 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 a bunch of codexes of, of little things that could be interesting. Like a proper Dark Mechanicus one would be nice. Mm. Hmm. What about you, Drummer I mean, yeah, you, like I said, you took my answer straight away. Space Gaven. That'd oh, be great. Sorry. <laughs> oh, squats. Squats are always fun, too. Yeah. But they're not. I don't, don't know if they even count as obscure. Either of those answers count as obscure anymore, but. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like, a, a, a lot of the stuff that was kind of like the things where people would be like, oh, I really wish they had a codex was stuff like the Mechanicus or Death Watch, mm. which over time just became their own factions or custodies, you know? Actually, I know one. Arbites. Bless you. Oh yeah, Arbite- Arb- Arbites, Arbites. Uh, the the Judge Dread um, police. Ah, okay. But yeah, because loads of people make uh, make Arbite armies, mm. um, and then yeah, yeah, just have to use like Imperial Guard or what have you. Mm. And they've had s- sort of, kind of the enforcers for Necromunda, um, sort of uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. So they could expand that. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. Next up, Pyro. This is a three-part question. I'm going to ask all parts in one, one go. Okay. Who is Alphabus? Why is Alphabus? <gasps> and what is Alphabus? <clears throat> yes. Good. He is a Swedish I, I... mystery cryptid. <laughs> he is a Swedish meatball wrapped in a tortilla, wrapped in a layer of fruit roll-ups. Wrapped, uh, placed gently and lovingly in a tin of Pilsnerkov hot dog sausages. All surrounded by the general essence of one of the nicest people I've ever spoken to. Some, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's ridiculous, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. completely. <laughs> um, yeah. That's if you're listening, Alpha, you're very next, nice. <laughs> <laughs> next up, I... how dare you be so nice? <laughs> <laughs> so next up, I'm the guy. So. How does one deal with being completely surrounded by homophobes and bigots? So the story here is that they're gay, they li- they're closeted as fuck, and live in Ukraine, which is not necessarily the best environment for that. 
Um, they, 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 they do say they're, they're better off than most. They have a boyfriend and they have online friends who are very supportive and very gay. But being <laughs> just being constantly surrounded by people who think that gays are prefer, perverse, morally inferior degenerates is kind of tiresome. Please, please help how cope. Believe it. Um, yeah, yeah, that shit's it, not not fun. No, not at all. I'm sorry I, you have to deal with that kind of shit. Yeah, because it is horrifying. Yeah, I said I said said back in the email back. I think it's probably important to try and remember you are loved and you are valued by a lot of people. Might not be the people exactly. you bump into in real life outside in your immediate proximity, but worldwide and online and everything there is a lot of people who respect you and love you and value you for who you are and i guess you've just got to focus on that um yeah i mean that's yeah it's you'll still have dark moments because the world is horrible but it is good to know that say and i'm not saying like oh well you would have had it way harder but no it's just it's nice to see how far we've come yeah yep where like i mean like Imagine not having the internet and being LGBTQ. You, oh my Christ, mm. it must have been impossible for those poor people. And like, not to say that it's not horrifyingly difficult now, because it still is in a lot of places. Mm. Like, you know, I am the guy who's saying, it's like, it's still very difficult. No, it, it will always erode your soul. And yeah, it's just, you have a support network there who adores you because you're awesome and they understand and the only thing I can say is just keep up hope that the world is changing. Yeah. And it's it's taking a while, but it is changing. And it isn't fair that you have to put up with that shit in any way, shape, mm. or form. Because these people, like, you look back at history and the people who were against like civil rights, the civil rights movement in America, the people who have been against um, gay rights. And now the people, you know, like the people who these days are being virulently anti-trans for their own stupid ass reasons. Um, these people are not remembered or will be remembered in the history books as being in the right. They're remembered as regressive people that, that made life worse. That made for so life many hard people. for people. They're not the heroes of the story, mm. and they never will be. And just, it sucks. And uh, solidarity to you, man. That's you're sending all the love in the world. Yeah, yeah. Things suck, but um, if we all, you know, I'd live uh, for the hope that if we all come together, then they won't always suck. A new, a better world is possible. We just have to stop being dicks to one another. And the, first... and the thing is, we slowly are. Yeah, and we slowly are. Yeah, It could happen a damn sight fucking quicker, but I mean... It should be happening a lot quicker, but... But it's, we're making progress. Yeah. yeah, And it is hard to kind of see it, like, keep your head above water. But yeah. it is being made. That was really serious... Yeah, but I hope, like, I hope we gave some. I hope we made you feel better. Dude. Yeah, hopefully. Hang in there. Okay, this one is less serious. Acidus. Okay. Very quick question: Can space marines swim? In their armor. 
I believe they just sink in their armour. Um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they can, yes. I'm like 99% certain that I've read a book where they can swim. No, they're like rabbits. They can't swim. Well, they were designed in the 80s, right? So if, if, you, if you base it off like video, ga- video game logic, they just instantly Swimming explode. was invented in 1998 and has since then... Have you played a video like, game from the, the 90s? Yes. Yeah. You... I've played games in the 80s, yeah. you dweeb. And they, people, people explode the instant you touch water. Either that or there's the anxiety music from Sonic. Yeah, Sonic can't swim, he sinks. What was it you said to me the other day? It's like, oh, if anyone without anxiety asks what it's like, just say it's like the you're drowning music from Sonic, but it just keeps going higher and nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, shit, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah, that's literally yeah. it. That's anxiety. Um... But yeah, I'm pretty sure they can. I'm sure I've read a book where they swim. I don't care if they can swim. I just want to see them in Japanese hot springs. (laughs) I mean, sure. In their their armour? Is their armour waterproof? Yes. Yes, Yes. they can fight underwater in it. It's basically airtight. Yeah, they literally can, because they can do void fighting in it. Mm -hmm. But they can also fight underwater in it. There's a story of Space Wolves doing it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I think we'd all like to see like big burly naked space means having having a bit of a, a bit of a soak in the Japanese spring. It can be like the uh, you know filler episode of the anime. <laughs> no, that can be the entire anime. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> the filler episode is where they have to do fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Okay, let's just move a couple on of quick this. recommendations. So first up, Robert recommends an old radio drama. Um, that was one of the inspirations for the Twilight Zone. So oh, I think this is directed more towards the web end of the sci-fi nonsense spectrum. <laughs> uh, it's called X- the web end of X minus one slash dimension X. Um, okay, sounds like a command that you put into Microsoft Excel, but sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, it even has many famous sci-fi authors' stories adapted to audio authors and things. So like, interesting. Um, Ray Bradbury, Isaac Asimov, Philip K. Dick type things. So, oh, rad. Yeah, if you fancy an That's old radio drama. Cool. Um, YouTube series. So this is an, <laughs> another one recommended towards Wib, but I think I'd like this as well. So this is um, Sowell, again, as, because the, the questions aren't in any order. If you email twice, you're not going to get bundled together like a sensible podcast. Um, <laughs> Sowell, so um, a YouTube channel called Mishima Productions. So they take their son's Lego creations and then build more advanced versions of them, but keeping the spirit of the original. I was like, yeah, Ooh, I, I that's totally, a really cool idea. I'd totally be down for watching that. It's very you too, yeah. <laughs> um, John is recommending. So, he, well, he asks, have any have any of us watched or been interested in professional wrestling? I used to watch a lot of it for obvious reasons. <laughs> it shaped a lot of, of a lot of me as a child. You can probably see how. <laughs> well, their, their thoughts were that they they find that wrestling and forty k have a quite similar over the top sort of everything mm. about them oh so. absolutely very I... much so but and like honestly I, if you could just start putting space marines out there in power like shorts <laughs> i think basically it would improve it so much so you know get on that writers <laughs> i want to I... see power armakinis <laughs> i unfortunately went to school with a bunch of not very 
not very switched on kids who all thought wrestling was real and would argue with you incessantly about that mm, so right, I ended okay. up not liking wrestling because everyone I knew that liked it was an idiot okay. um, <laughs> can I make a wild stab in the dark and say that uh, all of them were just constantly crotch chopping at oh you have no idea that was the dabbing of our it day it fucking was and it was it was somehow worse because I, mean, se- I think dabbing's hilarious shit have but... you seen uh, I, I hate to keep bringing it up but have you seen the uh, wrestling uh, things being done with no yeah, one in the weird, auditorium right? they just become this weird tense play I mean I'm li- I, I, I stand by what I said earlier it's basically just watching them practice like yeah. a full dress rehearsal mm. it's, it, makes, it makes things weirdly intense mm. it gives it such a different energy yeah, it's fascinating yeah. The Rock played was it a Cardassian? What in, in Star, Star Trek? Trek? No, he played a random, um, like gladi- gladiator style thing oh, in a yeah. thing in the Delta Quadrant in an episode of Voyager. Yeah, I believe he fights, seven, like, he fights seven of nine. I bet she kicks his ass. I can't actually remember. I tried to forget large <laughs> portions of Voyager. It's not That's very fair. good. Fair. I just remember him kind of. He he literally had the eyebrow in there, yeah. and I was like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was because at the time uh, the American. Um, channel that was showing it both had wrestling and voyager on so it was a cross promotion to promote both series yeah. oh i was i'm gonna i was head canoning it that like the rock is a huge sci-fi nerd I, maybe, yeah. he was really good in doom by the way not not sure he, oh, he in was being great. good <laughs> the doom movie is not very he good. had a really ugly semper fi tattoo he very much did. His, it yeah. was it's like don't God, what a bad tattoo that is. It's like, um, there's, there's so many other ways you could have made that prettier. But okay. <laughs> I like the glove splitting. That's like, that awoken something in me. <laughs> oh God, I was getting a coffee in Greg's the other day with Wib. And there was this guy behind me who had like this big hit, big like beard, short crop hair. And he was, he was like strong man, like bulk. And I turned around and I double take, I double take and I looked back to Wib and go, that guy is gold. <laughs> <laughs> and Wib's like, I know, honey. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, I just... He was he was a space marine in real life. <laughs> I know. He, I was just like, wow. The, the problem I have is I want to compliment men more because it's not really a thing that and men need compliments because it's not often they get compliments and I, you know, men men are good. So like, I you kind of want to go up and just go, hey, I just want to say that like your physique is like really inspiring and I can tell that you work really really hard. Mm. Good on you, but I also, it's also really awkward as as a person who isn't a dude to go up to like a guy and be like, "Hey, nice body, bro," <laughs> because it's like I'm I'm in a I'm in a relationship and I'm not saying it to be flirty and I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. It's difficult. Mm. Yeah, no one yeah, suffered yeah. more than I have. <laughs> but yeah, also like compliment your male friends more. Like drama, Matt, I think your beard and the way you do your hair is very nice. It, it really suits your head and and neck and makes you look very handsome. Yeah, thank you. Webb, you got a great ass. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's different when it's your partner. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get out of the slightly okay. awkward call okay, sack, yeah. Matthew. Next um, question. No, no, no. Back to the same question. So on wrestling. Oh. So. Uh, John was recommending if if we were at all interested in wrestling, there's a newish company called AEW. I, I don't know what that stands for. Presumably, the W is wrestling. Um, but um, he says they're particularly good with lots of wrestlers we, we we might like. So there's a big list here, which I'll just pick out a few highlights. So the first one there's a um, wrestler who is a D and D player who rolls a D twenty on his way to, to the ring. 
And his, okay, his, his finishing move is the TPK. So, <laughs> I um, there I is a tag team comprising of a 42 million year old dinosaur with a master's degree and a, a boy who rides on his shoulders. That is amazing. Um, the people I went to school with thought wrestling was real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there's, so and there's this is real. The women's division is currently has a trans woman as champion. So fuck yeah. Cool. So Thank you, there's a big list. I, I have heard. I have actually heard because I do follow a lot of people who do just happen to like wrestling, and I have heard good things about it. Hmm. So mm, yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, it sounds sillier than WWE which I'm not saying is a bad thing at all I mean but... to be fair not much sillier <laughs> no no maybe not maybe not um okay moving on Orc boy <laughs> this is, you, is that a statement that is, no that, that is a person okay um, Orc boy the opening sentence we can make a joke about this I'm not sure I like people emailing in making a joke about this so for the entertainment okay. of the like three people who listened up to this point <laughs> could you rate okay the question is could you rate every well-known guard regiment what i'm going to do is put them in a top three because that's quicker so the ones yeah. that are listed here cadians Catachans, armageddon steel legion um vostroyan i've never said that out loud yeah yeah vostroyan firstborn valhalla telon atalan mordian and the one that the like nazis like very much <laughs> is the list krieg <laughs> Um, okay. Presumably. Mm. What are your top three? Cadian, Catachan, and. Ooh. I'm thinking, go on. <laughs> uh, well, they don't have my actual favourite guard regiment, which is the Necromondan Spiders, I think they're called. Um, mostly ooh. just because of that one picture from Fancy Flight Game of the uh, punk guardsman that is just the best thing. Oh shit, yeah, that's at my top. But that's that's not in that's not a well-known one that's had like models or anything. Oh. Um, I do like the Vostorians. Vostroyans? Vostroyans? How do you say it? <laughs> and, I, and as as much as I, I you know, um, I, 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 you know, <laughs> uh, they, they have some implications, I do really like the Death Corps Creek. Yeah. I, I think really like I think they're cool, but yeah, the implications. Mm. <laughs> I mean, not as bad as the Armageddon Steel Legion that literally have like the lightning thing mm-hmm. on the, as their mm. symbol, which is like oof, oof. Um, okay, I'm gonna be like Cadian, Catachan, Tenant Zone. <laughs> I know it doesn't quite count, but I'm having that in there anyway. <laughs> yeah, Tenant are good. Tenant are good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Depends what day of the week you ask me. Yeah, yeah. there's that too. Yeah, I've always, I've always liked the Cadians. It's just a nice look I think they're cool I, I, I like I, I want purple eyes because I hate I hate my eyes I hate having blue eyes they're garbage not on other people just on me but yeah so like the idea of purple eyes is just so enticing mm-hmm. and they're super badass as well yeah. so I've never liked cat chans I don't know I think it's just because they just seem far too 90s for me but like they're really not 90s in a hilarious also way. their model their models are bad because yeah. <laughs> yeah. they've had them for so long and they were kind of bad to begin with mm-hmm yeah, the Desert Riders are cool. Well, Desert Raiders are cool. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, that's the sort of thing where I need to like sit down with a with a graph with Lexicanum on yeah. and, uh, like... and and like sit with a calculator and work out which ones I actually like better. To be perfectly honest, yeah. Imperial Guard hacked. <laughs> yeah, you're just, hacking the. Imperial I'm hacking with a calculator. Just put them in. Yeah. You put it, you put your thoughts on the YouTube video and label it a, a top five, and then the algorithm will love it. So yep. or you just say you know like Imperial Guard. Virtue signaling and then just yeah, 
because apparently that generates views. I don't think. I don't think. Honestly, I don't think that they that end of YouTube is doing anywhere near as well as they used to. So good. They are good. They anyway. are nowhere near as relevant okay. as they used to be. Very last question. Okay. This question is from Tim. So Hello, the, Tim. the question. Imagine that GW announced they wanted to expand into other businesses. As experts in the field of GW-ishness, you are, ta- <laughs> you are tasked to create their next product line. Tea. What would be the flavours, names and advertisement for 40k or Games Workshop styled teas? Well, I mean, there's the obvious one of that you can do... Um... Black team plus. I mean, yeah, no, you've just won it already. Um, I mean, I, not in a good way, but you know. I mean, and then there'd be like, like green skin. Yeah, I was like, gonna say like green, green skin tea, which you just call. I don't know, like you, you just write the word Dakar on it in lots in like all caps. Yeah. Over Although and over I'm again. just sitting here, like because you know this... Mex Brew, Mex Brew, yeah, that's um, pretty good for green tea. Yeah. And then for Earl Grey, they just throw it in the bin and don't have it because Earl Grey Nights. Earl Grey Nights. Okay, yeah. you know what they're allowed yeah. to say because of the pun. Or if you want to do a heresy or one, Earl Grey Slayers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Earl Grey Knights get to do the get to have the um, PG Tip style monkey logo because monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I the think they Jacaro. do still have the Jacaro. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then, um, like every now and again, you get like a dish towel with like a Jacaro on yeah. it. Va- yeah. yeah, Valhalla <laughs> Nice Tea. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Mm. Uh, if it was Tau T, it'd just be T apostrophe E A. <gasps> yeah, that's good. That's uh, good. You could have Lemon T. Lemon. lemon. Yeah, okay. It took me, oh. so it took me longer yeah. than it really should have done, but yeah, that's good. <laughs> Pretty good. And it's your choice whether it's the tank or the character. It's the character, definitely. Oh, that's that can be the advertising yeah. campaign. They can have you can have both, and you can play them off against each other, and like buy which one of your favourite to encourage it to be more made or something and bullshit. Augment ca- your tea drinking Experience. pre-order. <laughs> you get DLC for it later down the line. <laughs> I'm trying to, I can't think, I don't know much about like teas. Yeah, well they have like... Sillanesh would it... have their own line of hot chocolate. Like, yeah, if you're going to kind of have a like have a loads of marshmallows and stuff. Oh Yeah. That'd be nice. I don't even like hot chocolate, but that sounds amazing. And cinch, it would be like color changing tea. Hmm. Or like, what's to be fair? Probably like um, what's the word? Bubble tea. Yeah, yeah I feel that'd be more Nurgle. Oh yeah, Nurgle would be way more bubble tea. Oh yeah, it's all lumpy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm, yeah, no, that's definitely more Nurgle. I'm trying to think for corn. I think corn would just be plain black Maybe that- tea. Like gunpowdery tea, which doesn't actually taste <gasps> that nice. You mean chili tea? Ooh, or chili tea? Yeah, that could work. Yeah, it'd yeah. be like spiced tea, because then you drink it and go, "Oh, this is terrible," and I'm mad about it, or something. And then gork and mork it, it'd just be hot water with like a boot in it <laughs> and a half a brick. I don't know. I don't know. Like uh, they're, they're big into their fungus brews. Mm. Um, the so they. <laughs> So they... It's mushrooms, so no, no, basically. No, yeah, I was like, so in the tea line, Gork and Mork, like, themed, like, tea is it's just, just soup. It's a cup of soup. <laughs> it's a fucking cup, cup of soup. soup. is basically tea, so... Oh, I hate you so much right now, Matthew. Look, let's be honest. The, di- the distinction between soup and a hot beverage is a purely arbitrary... Okay, well, how about this it... for a in-between, then? So I reckon the Cadians, like, the run-of-the-mill, just the standard troops that are just hanging out on a Saturday morning or whatever... 
would definitely have bovel. 100%. That's disgusting. No, they wouldn't take it back. <laughs> or I'll write a seven hour, like, fucking YouTube response video to you calling you a bum. Yep. I'll do it. I don't care. But yeah, above all, is I'm not sure that even counts as a drink at this point. But. That is no, it's not. It's not a drink. It's a fucking declaration of war. <laughs> Non-British people, feel free to Google what bovril. I mean, it's, 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 it's disgusting. gravy. It's drinking drink. gravy. It's gross, and it's watery Look, gravy it, as well. Bovril just gives you that the socially acceptable avenue for you know when you make gravy and you look down at it and you go, "This is really tasty gravy." And you you know that you are committing a social faux pas by drinking it. Okay. Bovril lets you live out that fantasy. Okay, like, literally, I could take or leave a lot of gravy. My The only gravy I absolutely fucking love and go batshit nuts for is KFC's gravy. I, as much as I adore that, have never just had it on its own. I've always had it with chips or a bit of chicken. I could not drink gravy. As as much of a big piece of shit student garbage fucking human I've ever been, I would not drink gravy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that I don't prefer to have gravy with food, like gravy or mashed potatoes. Oh. Quite frankly, if that was the only food that I could eat for the rest of my life, I'd actually be kind of okay with I that. I actually like mashed potatoes without gravy. Well. You're good. thinking of divorcing me now, aren't you? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You can just eat your dry mashed potatoes They're if you like. They're not dry if you make them properly with butter and milk. Ooh, but a yes. little bit of cream in there. Ooh. Oh, I've never had them with cream. Just, that sounds not really too good, much, but also really bad. Much, but just a little yeah. bit. But, I, but, you know, like I, I feel that, that whilst that is very nice, that is only improved by a little bit of gravy. Yeah, okay, yeah. If, it was, it, if it was KFC gravy. Mm, I don't think that matches very well. I think you I, have, uh, Yeah, bad, I mean, bad gravy is better than no care. gravy. Oh, did you fucking just call KFC gravy bad gravy? No, no, no. KFC gravy is great gravy, but it's any gravy is better than no gravy, is my point. I yeah. would say that's not true, because I remember my mother made me turkey gravy Yeah, okay, but your, your mother is, like, beyond the realms of anything that is comparable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? That's fair. Her capacity I don't, to I make feel like things you that you should stand. enjoy the taste... Sorry. Okay, uh, her capacity to make things that you should enjoy the taste of foul was fascinating. It, honestly, she did have a gift. <laughs> it was she yeah. made she made after dinner sundays for us once, which were like a layer <laughs> of like chocolate pudding, a layer of chocolate orange, like angel delight. I think there was a layer of strawberry angel delight in there as well. A shit ton of like hot chocolate powder. Something like that. It's something really acidic and really horrible. And coconut? Co- there was a layer of coconut okay. in you there You had me well. sold until the coconut, to be fair. I'm sure there was, like, like chocolate fingers or something. Yeah, it was, like, too. a lot of stuff that, like, in theory and should then, all... And then, like, cream and then custard as well. Yeah, it was, like, all stuff that, like, in theory should work together. But, like, the, the flavours just combined to just taste like bile. It was really disgusting. It was really yeah. peculiar. Like, that's the thing. And like... then she sits there. She, she used to sit there grinning at you, like, standing over you going, Do you like it? Yeah, it's fine. I'm really full from dinner where you made that fucking, like... How, I don't know how you get gravy to be th- a thinner consistency than just tap water, but she would manage it. <laughs> oh my lord! I feel like we should probably yeah. uh, end this. Stop bitching about my this, mother's yeah, since the podcast has already gone on for longer than we intended, yep. and now we're just talking about gravy. <laughs> okay, KFC gravy is the king, and I really want some now. Actually, holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, that's fair. 
Um, oh, oh Eldar would definitely. Sorry, not Eldar. The El Eldari would definitely have like herbal infusions and not tea. They'd yeah. be cold brew herbal infusions because that's what all hipsters are doing nowadays. Yeah. Is that not just like mm. orange squash, basically? <laughs> okay, don't say that to someone who likes tea. I don't know why I made it sound like someone had just punched me in the gut there. I, I was stretching and then I laughed and just came out of <laughs> So sorry. I'm not going to be able to go boxing tomorrow night, so I'm like... Tea runeds. My... Tea runeds. Ah! Hey, there we go. There we go. In- enjoy their bio... <laughs> mass... You just hold... <laughs> I look forward to high fleet Darjeeling. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck off. Oh, yeah, Darjeeling <laughs> is definitely a Tyranity. That makes sense. so much That's sense definite... to me. Yeah. I mean, you don't have a name for your high fleet for your Tyranids. I am so not. I am not calling them high fleet Darjeeling. That is dreadful. <laughs> no. Is there no. any other questions? No, that's it. Okay, we should say goodbye now. Okay, um, thank you very much for listening, and we look forward to answering more very important, silly tea-related questions. Um, but in the meantime, take care of yourselves and everybody else. Yeah, and know that we think you're lovely, and would give you a big hugs if you want. Okay, possibly not for the next few weeks. No, no, but you know what I mean. We're sending telepathic hugs. Yep. Bye, everybody. Maintain respectful distance. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.